Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. I'll just get back up again. Knock me down, my friend. I'll just get back up again. Knock me down, my friend. I'll just get back up again. Knock me down, my friend. I'll just get back up again. Knock me down, my friend. I'll just get back up again. Knock me down, my friend. I'll just get back up again. Knock me down, my friend. I'll just get back up again. phone by uh, uh, a man who's created a great uh, documentary, and uh, I am a fan, obviously, as all you guys know, of the uh, the Augustines, and uh, the man who created the documentary that we talked about on last week's show, uh, Rise, a story of Augustines, Todd Howe, joins me on the phone. He is director, producer, extraordinaire. Todd, welcome to the program. Well, hello. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, uh, I got to tell you, you really, you really knocked it out of the ballpark with your documentary. And now, now I know this is your, this is yeah. your, this is your first attempt at doing a documentary. You're new to new to film, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was a musician for um, you know over a decade um, in a band called the Box Rebellion, and then. Uh, I I left that band and uh, when I when I moved to the states and um, yeah when I moved over here I, I wasn't really feeling music and then um, just wanted to do something different creatively and you know knowing the boys as well as I did uh, knowing their story I just thought that you know wow that story needs to be told and uh, you know I think I was in the states for about two days before I conceived the idea of the documentary. With no real kind of idea of, you know, if I could do it, how I could do it, and, you know, any of that. It was just an idea. And I, uh, you know, did a trailer uh, that day and uh, sent it to Bill and Eric. And, you know, overnight they watched it and they were like, yeah, let's do it. And that's kind of how it all began. Yeah. What was, uh, I, I know, I, I grew up with Eric. Uh, we've known each other since we were probably six years old or so. Um, but what was, how long was your, your, your friendship, your relationship? I know you were in the Boxer Rebellion. You guys went on tour together. Um, how long was your relationship and, uh, before you, you know, came to this idea? Like, wow, man, your story is, the, the story of the Augustines is, is ridiculous. I need to, I need to tell this. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I came across the band. I was actually living in Germany, and uh, I was helping uh, our, our uh, booking agent actually develop their indie roster. And I literally inadvertently came over uh, Paler and just fell in love with it, the EP, and, and then any town graffiti, and then uh, tried to get Paler actually to Germany for um, for a string of shows. And I think that was when Billy broke his wrist or his ankle or, you know, one of the bones in his body, but they, yet I had to cancel the tour, and, um, you know, sadly, I didn't ever get to see Paler play, but we kind of just, the, the friendship kind of grew from there in 2008, and then I just happened to be in um, 
New York City, uh, you know, in August a couple of times of 2009, and that was when uh, Jimmy passed away. And you know, and we just kept in touch, and our friendship grew over that period mm-hmm. of time. And th- they sent me, you know, the, the finished master of Rosie Slinked Chips. And, uh, yeah, uh, it kind of just went from there. I've been involved ever since, you know. Uh, my girlfriend at the time became their first manager, um, from that on that rosy sunken ships period, and uh, yeah, you know that's kind of explains you know why they did a lot more touring and 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 you know a lot of their fan bases in the UK and Europe. Yeah, it is. Uh, they they are an interesting and and an amazing band. When uh, from personal experience, when I when Eric uh, invited me to come see him play in Pela. And this is actually documented a little bit in the documentary. Somebody says this. Uh, I went to the Bowery Ballroom in New York City, and uh, they were Pela was opening for another band. And as it says in your documentary, Rise, uh, the story of Augustine's, they slaughtered the stage, and the headliner really had no business getting on the yeah. stage after yeah. them. They like they, you. You say this in your documentary, and it is so true. Um, they are ferocious on stage. Unreal. It was unreal. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know, there's a story behind that as well. When uh, and you probably know this, but a lot of people may not. Um, the Augustines was really only ever intended to be a uh, a two piece, and you know, the boys were going to just really, um, you know, sell sell the album, uh, Rosie Sunken Ships. Uh, to a, a you know a kind of small tight knit community and do a few shows and and get on with things mm. um, after all that other stuff went down. But uh, yeah, there were just too many people that that I guess were in the right place, you know, at the right time to help them, uh, you know, move forward and grow this time around. And then uh, yeah, um, to watch them move from an acoustic outfit to Rob joining and playing drums and then within a couple of weeks being this electric kind of behemoth it's it was pretty impressive to watch yeah uh, I, I was just yeah. I, I as you uh, obviously you do the backstory of Billy McCarthy the lead singer in the documentary and you and you tell mm-hmm. you go you go deep um, I guess one of my first question before I get ahead of myself uh, the guys, Billy and Eric, they, they were completely comfortable with you being completely honest in the in the documentary. They seemed they seemed like they were comfortable talking to you uh, in the in the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. Um, you know, and I think that was that was one of the really early on when I was doing. You know, it came up with the idea. I did think about that, and I just uh, you know. I, I know them so well, and we shared that time period together. In essence, those really early formative days of of Augustine's, you know, when the the sun kind of, you know, started to come up again. Um, but uh, yeah, it, uh, you know, I don't know. It was. Uh, I, I just knew them really well. There was just a lot of trust there implied that you know I wouldn't wouldn't do the wrong thing by them and. You know, I, I really kind of kept kept you know uh, a close a close hold on their story to make sure that it was told the right way. Mm. 
from start to finish, how how long did this process take from from getting the idea of doing the documentary to uh, you know its completion? How long? It was years, right? It was five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that went down in in between. Um, you know, I mean, it, I think the ambition of the film grew. You know, once we did the the, the Kickstarter and. You know, there was uh, I had some issues with a with a business partner early on, and mm. you know, trying to get producers involved, and who end up coming in, and then they leave, and yeah, it was you know, we we kind of once my my first business partner fell by the by the wayside, you know, I, I teamed up with Mike, who's who's um, one of the producers of the film, and he's now my business partner, and then. You know, we just, it took us a long time to find the story. Um, you know, what was, it's so dense, you know, in terms of a story. You've got Bill's backstory, you've got, you know, everything else that, that went down, and uh, you're trying to also convey um, what that means, you know, what the influence of, of Bill's, you know, history through his lyrics and making sure that people get that. And, you know, the whole thing is so dense. It was just, I really had to find the right vehicle with which to tell tell enough of the story, you know, to, to make those connections. And, uh, yeah, it, it just took a lot of time. Editing editing is really kind of like a dark art. So, mm. um, you know, we just had to, to keep going until we had it. Um, you know, as digestible as possible. It just just took a hell of a long time, right? Because it's not a documentary solely about you know a couple guys trying to make it in the music industry. It's it's such so much more than that, right? It really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, there's really not you know there really isn't that much of Augustine's music in the actual film. You know, it, my intention you know, was always to tell a story that could transcend, you know, the community that we have that Augustine's have created and, you know, for, for you know, for, for it to appeal to everybody. Um, and I think, I think we've done that. You know, it really is, it's a human story more than it is music documentary. And I, I think what it does to uh, uh, rise the story of Augustine's, I think what it does too is it, it really captures uh, the connection between the band members Eric, Billy, and Rob with their audience. I think you, you get the, you get the gist of why people love the band. You really do, and that, and that's what's yeah. that's what's so great about the documentary, and why I applaud you. And I, I thank you for taking such a long time and doing it because it was well it was well worth the wait. Because as a fan of, of Pela and then and moving on to Augustine's and all this, I mean their music really literally became, you know, like like an Elton John to me. It became part of my life. It's something I always went back to, uh, you know, in times of you know whatever I was feeling, what kind of mood I was in. I'm going to throw in some Augustine's and vibe out a little bit. That's what that, their music came and, it, and it, it, you really captured that in the film, which was. Really impressive. I mean, obviously, for your first time out uh, doing a doing a documentary, you really blew it out of the water. I can't I can't tip my cap to you enough. It, it was it was pretty tremendous what you did in this film. Oh, thank you, mate. I really do appreciate that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's good to hear. Yeah, well, I, tell yeah. tell me. I mean, uh, I, when I think about uh, folks going out there to make a film. 
and trying to raise money for a film. I, I, I just like, oh, man, it would be such a cool idea to be a director or producer. But then I just think of the headache that starts on day one. What was that? What was that like for you to embark on this journey? Uh, well, to be honest, I mean, I had had no idea how to make a film. You know, just had an idea, um, and I knew that I was the, probably one of the people who knew the story better than anyone else. Um, but yeah, I, I had no idea how to make a film. Um, you know, and within you know within a month of that. We raised the money on Kickstarter, and then, you know, uh, I had enough good people around me, but, you know, I knew that when I sat in front of Bill and Eric and, and Rob that I could get something that other people couldn't, and that was that, you know, that intimacy, that, that honesty, you know, or that level of honesty from them. So, you know, that was the kind of thing that kept me kept me going. And, you know, I was, I'm an audio engineer as well. So, you know, I knew, I knew I was, I would be able to kind of capture what I'd experienced at, you know, probably 80 odd Augustine shows that I'd witnessed, you know, over the last six years or so. So I had a, I, and, and, you know, as a musician, I knew how I would want to be perceived as well. So I had all those kind of things in my favor. And it was just a case of really, you know, trying to hone in on that but it wasn't really until I kind of took a took a break at one point and um, you know understood the importance of storytelling um, and then kind of delved into that that whole area uh, and that it all kind of started to come together right I have to imagine you know uh, when you're making a documentary you kind of be you, you find a beginning point and you kind of don't know where it's going to go, you know. It kind of yeah. just goes on its own, and you and you and with time, you find you find your angle, you find your story. And, and I would imagine your thought process or your your idea of what the documentary might be when you began maybe changed towards the end. Is that is that correct? Well, yeah, yeah. You would you would think that, but you know, I look at it. I look at the film, and I think, well, this is the film that was in my head. That you know. Uh, I did get to one point with the film and I thought there's nothing more that I can do with this you know I love this and uh, you know it uh, editing is like I said before it's like a bit of a dark art I mean I you know and it's different to editing like stuff that's five minutes long and, and, and that kind of thing I mean you really have to you start off with a series of montages that might be like five minutes long and you know a piece might be about Eric or a piece might be about Bill and mm. then you've got a live performance and you know the, the closer you get to the end the more it kind of slows down because you have to kind of you know once you've edited something or you've changed the story or the first act of the story you have to sit there and see how it plays out in its entirety and then you have to run it by people who you know get their opinion or ask them specific questions and it just like it's it, it it seems to slow down a bit towards the end, but it, and it, you know it gets more refined. But it's really enjoyable to see it kind of all come together and be so close. Yeah, I would, ima- I would imagine if you dive into something like that, you so you have to take yeah. a break from it at some point. You have oh, to like, absolutely. Yeah, you, because you know it, it, you, your mind just becomes gridlocked with ideas or. You don't know how to get something right. You got to take you got to take a step back and come back at it. You know, refreshed yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And we we took you know I took took 
some months uh, away from it um, at uh, the end of 2017. And... Uh, you know, I, I I had no real idea where I was going because the the, the you know the the people that had seen it like the every everyone was coming back and it was kind of well, nearly there, nearly there, and you know the responses from that particular cut was lukewarm, and you know you you can't just put that out, you know you right. have to keep going, and and then I got it going in. Uh, who did a documentary called The Wrecking Crew. His name was Danny Tedesco. Um, and uh, I just said to him, look, be brutal with me, because um, I've lost all perspective, you know, on the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we sat down for about four or five hours, and I had a bunch of notes, and then I ended up really re-editing the film uh, over about seven or eight days, and then it was done. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, it's uh, it takes some time. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much foot? I mean, uh, the the film is a, an hour nineteen, an hour twenty, something like that, right? Uh, how much? How much uh, footage or stuff did you leave? Kind of, you know, to the wayside, just to make it a nice, neat um, little package. Given I didn't know how to make a film, uh, we had so much more footage than we really should have, right? Um, but yeah, we had forty-five hours worth of interviews. You know, I, we Bill, we interviewed Bill for a week. Um, you know, and over about three sessions a, a day. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, same with Eric. We did about five or six interviews and about four or five with Rob um, and uh, all the other people that spoke. We interviewed a, a load more people than we needed to. Um, you know, I think less than half the people we interviewed ended up in the film. Um, but yeah, and, and then the live concert, uh, we shot the, the, you know, the final scene, um, which was shot at the roundhouse. We had that performance recorded in multi-camera, but yeah, there was a whole two tours filmed pretty much. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> it, I know. I, I, I think about the, the idea of, cause you fantasize it certainly when you're younger, and you're uh, you haven't lived much, and you're like, oh, I want to be a sports broadcaster. Oh, I want to be a filmmaker. Yeah, go do the job. <laughs> go do the job. See what it's like. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a little different. I kind of like just sitting behind the microphone and talking about nothing. You know what I mean? It, 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 this is a lot easier. Um, yeah, trust me, I'd do that if I could. Uh, talk to me about Billy McCarthy because I've met Billy yeah. a, a handful of times, and he is obviously his, his upbringing was unreal it's something that you can't even imagine on it you know and it and obviously it's told in the documentary i'm not going to ruin it for folks that haven't seen it yet but it, it is important to be discussed in the documentary because as the documentary goes on it, it you get that feeling of up you're so uplifted by the end of it it, it makes a good story um but billy's kind of like a throwback don't he? he's like a throwback type of person to like the 60s he's a he's like He's a guy that doesn't like to be in one spot. He, he gets on his motorcycle and he travels. He's he's kind of like an old soul almost. Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, there's there's a there's a few of his tales in the in the film, but you know, that's probably one or two tales out of you know a hundred that that he you know talked to me about uh, when we were being interviewed. But uh, yeah, he's. Uh, 
he loves his bike and he loves his you know I, I think I think with Bill he was he was and this might be evident in the film he was really you know uh, scared of of that small town life and you know existing there forever and I think that just spurred his his um, you know wonderment of the world and need to kind of get out there but yeah he's he's he, he he never likes to be in one place for too long, you know. He's got well forward motion is his is his thing. Yeah, I mean the 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 story about him. Um, literally, there's a little piece of the of documentary where there's a couple actually, but the one that that throws me is him. Uh, yeah, the, the train one where he, he goes up to Seattle and hops a train for three states and wakes up somewhere in California and going, "I'm home," but California is like a a country of in and of itself. I mean, it's pretty. He's a pretty unique individual, and to go from uh, you know his his upbringing that was devastating, and then uh, you know taking care of his younger brother and uh, having to um, kind of caretake his 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 younger brother's issues and stuff like that, and oh god, and then then to have the confidence and and the, and the skill to learn the guitar and become a. Uh, an, an awesome musician it's just it's just a it's a real unique story i said it on my last show when i was talking about your documentary right after i saw it i was like in 40 50 years there could be a whole nother documentary about billy mccarthy because he's really he's an interesting cat he really is i'm i'm sure i'm sure there will be you know yeah in fact, it's really interesting because um bill's Bill's now doing shows that are a lot more intimate and uh, they're acoustic shows. And, you know, not only do you get to experience, uh, you know, being being that close and hearing all of those songs a different way, but Bill's, he tells a lot of stories. So his, his shows are, you know, kind of 50-50 music and 50-50 you all, you know, he'll, he'll tell a story of, of you know, one of his travels or, you know, something that might be relevant, you know, uh, you know, very recently. But yeah, it's a, it's a completely different experience. I love that side of Bill. And one thing I think about Bill, which you didn't mention was his ability to, to craft lyrics, hmm. um, and his, you know, and his grip on the English language and, and how to use it. I think that's one thing that really has fascinated me. And, um, um, you know, particularly given his upbringing, and I, uh, I, I think it's just uh, something that I'm glad in the film that I think I, I, I conveyed really was his ability to the, the honesty within his lyrics. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he certainly he's an intelligent man, but coming from where he came from, you wouldn't think he would have the ability to craft lyrics like he does because he's a self-taught person. He really is, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he had a high school. Absolutely. He didn't have a he didn't have a high school degree until maybe his uh you got his GD or something, right? I think that's what it was. Later I, later I, on. I think so. Maybe you should have him on the show. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, as a part 3. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think, again, I think that is just purely, that's very indicative of the drive that, that is inside Bill. And that's, you know, that's what comes out uh, when you see him perform, when you see him on stage. It's uh, 
part of, of what is so unique and it's one of those intangibles that, that you know, there's unquant- unquantifiable things. Mm. Is the uh, is the music industry uh, as bad? Obviously, you are a guitarist in the Boxer Rebellion, which is a great band, by the way. And I've just uh, like <laughs> brushed the surface of the Boxer Rebellion, and uh, I, I am certainly loving uh, the music you guys uh, had and performed. And you were in that band for a really long time, right? That was like, nearly fourteen years or so, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well over a decade. It was probably about thirteen, fourteen years. Yeah, it was a huge part of my life. Um, but uh, yeah, um, we you know we took we took Augustine's on on three tours right at the beginning, mm. um, and you know just saw them evolve. And you know after after those three tours, they were they were kind of off to the races. Yeah, um, how were they? Because I only I got to see them in the states, and obviously, when they played the states, the shows were a little bit smaller. Uh, they would sell out places like the Bowery Ballroom and, and, and Webster Hall in New York City, uh, theater type places. But when uh, Eric would show me footage of, uh, or I would you know go on YouTube and end up in a rabbit hole looking at concert footage of the Augustines from uh, across the pond. Uh, how were those shows in Europe compared to what they their draw in the United States? It was night and day, right? Oh, they were amazing. But I mean, you know, it was just everything that it should have been everywhere. Mm. Um, but you know, I, having said that, you know, I've seen I've seen them play here in the states, uh, you know, a bunch of times, and the the heart and the intimacy. Uh, is, is, was always there. You know, they didn't leave anything on the table ever. You know, no matter where they played. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that there there were a lot more people in the UK that were uh, in the same room at the same time experiencing all of that. So, yeah. I, I think that's what made, made, uh, them and maybe the reason why you, uh, embarked on this journey to make the rise, uh, the story of Augustine's is, is that they do have some sort of, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's an unexplainable connection with their audience, but it is a, a unique connection with their audience because all the shows I've been through, it, it's it's a concert, but then it's more like a hang and a party almost afterwards when they jump into the audience and start doing you know acoustic stuff with folks, and it, it almost becomes like a sing along type deal. It, it is a real it shame. Is. It, yeah. it, it is a real shame that. Um, that had like it came to an end, and I don't really know the reasons why uh, the band came to an end. But it, I would imagine it's it's the music industry, right? It's just a terrible. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, you know, they're they're well, Augustine disbanded in twenty sixteen. You know, there were so many great bands that that called it a day that year. You know, Maccabees is is one of them, mm. and. Uh, you know, it's when your accountant calls you up and tells you you can't afford to be a band anymore. Um, then you know, what do you do? I mean, it is Spotify, it's iTunes, um, one you know, massive revenue stream is gone. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm. I mean, I'll tell you now that my my next quarter forecast <laughs> for uh, Spotify and Apple royalties is probably about forty dollars. Jeez, that's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, it is. 
I'll earn $20 in one quarter from Spotify. No matter how many people around the world listen to a Boxer Rebellion song in a three-month period, no. I make 20 bucks. No How is that? You know, that's... How is that, like, li- I mean, I don't get it. I mean, it, it, you really... These companies are literally, like, raping us from, you know, the ability to enjoy art like the Boxer Rebellion, like Augustine's, because these these, these bands can't survive. It's what, what amazes me, really, is that how, how can something be so absolutely perfect for a consumer and so, you know, such, such a polar opposite for any of the artists that are on the platform by the top couple of percent. Right. Right. You know, it is for for for, for any middle middle of the road band or or you know, mid level band rather, you know, it's just the economics of the music industry aren't working right now. Um and I have no idea when that will ever get fixed. Do you have an idea of how it could be fixed? Because I would love to know. Uh, I mean, you've been in the music industry for more than a decade. You know, I I honestly couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't tell you how it's going to be, how it's going to be fixed. And, you know, interestingly enough, if you have a look at film, um, you know, Apple are about to to roll out Apple Plus. um, And you've got Netflix. You've got all of these big subscription models. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know how independent filmmakers are going to make any money because sales are, you know, sales are going to be gone within a couple of years, I would have thought. But yeah, I don't want to speculate too much on that. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right on that. There's way too many platforms for and, and streaming services out there. I wanted to talk to you about that also because, uh, with uh, with this film, with this documentary, obviously it's available on Google Play, YouTube, uh, Amazon Prime Video, uh, Vimeo on demand. Uh, if you want to stream it, go out and please do because it's a it's a remarkable um, documentary. And after you watch it, I I guarantee you, this is my guarantee you to every listener of this program, new or old, you will be googling the Augustines. Uh, after you after you uh, watch this film, you you will be. But do you do you stay now? You know where where the distribution is of the film. Do you or do you look for the film to hopefully go to a, another platform like Netflix or some other streaming service? Do you do you look for it to expand? Yeah, I mean that would that would be fantastic. But it's really more a case of. You know, you're very confined by, or constricted rather, is the, is the word, by, you know, as an independent filmmaker, by the amount of money that you have to throw at, throw at your marketing, you know. Mm. Um, but, you know, those, I, I, would, I would love a Netflix to, to pick it up. Um, but, you know, we've, we've chosen to remain independent or as independent as possible, um, mainly because it just gives us, gave us the creative freedom and I think we just wanted to make sure that uh, you know we, we took care of this thing ourselves how would it I mean how would it wind up on Netflix because that would be a great great move and I, I really I, after I saw the film I was just like man I gotta push this thing I know I know my this show isn't as popular as it was when I did it back in New York but I gotta push this thing because I'm I'm, 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 I'm passionate about it 
Um, yeah. How how could you? I mean, how do, how does a film wind up on Netflix? Do you go and propose uh, like a do like a, a meeting with them, or or do they they just figure, hey, this this film is is on other platforms and it's getting a lot of streams, a lot of downloads, a lot of people are renting it, a lot of people are buying it. Maybe we should take it and throw it on our our platform. Let's get in contact with those guys. Does it happen like that? Uh, I think it happens a, a whole number of different ways. But to be honest with you, it's really, it's really you know who you know, and uh, you know um, it's like releasing a record. You have to have the setup there from the start and the relationships there from the start. And you know we're learning, but uh, yeah, I honestly I don't know when it would go up. They have a lot of restrictions and, and whatnot, so yeah, I. Uh, I couldn't. I can't really answer that. Mm. Um, you you said to me in a DM on Instagram when I uh, I, got, I posted this little thing uh, about when I was talking about the, the the film on last the last show I did, and you said there mm-hmm. were some uh, crazy like you said the the film you think the film was crazy the making of the film it was <laughs> even a lot crazier. What what is an example of that? You know, I think it's just a combination of the, the the length of time it took. I mean, there was there was a point really early on where uh, I asked a uh, a producer to to come on board who was uh, who was you know had a connection to the band, and then uh, you know proceeded to get uh, you know uh, et tried to kick me off the film oh, and yeah. you know kind of take things over and. Yeah, convince the the band's second manager that I wasn't capable, and yeah, you know, it's uh, that was one of the things. My my wife also passed away oh, in, in 2017, uh, in January of 2017. So I took a lot of time off the film, and um, you know, just uh, just uh, made sure I I looked after myself, and you know, uh, mm. it, it certainly gave me another. Uh, another perspective um, or brought me closer to kind of understanding those experiences of, of loss mm. um, and you know maybe some of the, the bigger themes that were going on in the film you know I had more of a first hand ability to to kind of you know convey that wow wow um, but yeah you know I also had a business partner who who, who uh, you know uh, our relationship soured, and you know, these things all just like I think more, more so. Uh, it's a war of attrition. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, really. Um, you, you just have to maintain that belief that you can finish finish what you started. And you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself just to do that. You know, it's my first real creative thing uh, after the Box Rebellion. And so, uh, you know, I had a lot of self-imposed pressure just to, you know, prove to myself that I was capable of doing something on my own. Right. It's quite it, yeah. it, it's quite an impressive thing to accomplish, considering you were, as you say, green once you went once you went into it. You were a novice, and then you know, it, 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 for lack of a better word, and then you created this, and it, that's pretty remarkable. It is. It truly is. It's, it's something you should be super proud of. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, and look, yeah, I'm I'm hellishly proud of you know every every frame of that film. Um, you know, I it, there's no bells and whistles in it. It is just straight up uh, an honest 
story. There's no flashy, you know, flashy animations or anything like that. And, you know, I just right. wanted to, as much as I wanted the story to be pure, I just wanted, you know, the visual medium to be very simple and something that you could put on in 10 years and, you know, not be distracted by, right. by you know, anything from the day. Yeah, it, 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 it is true what you just said. It, it's not one of these, and I, I, I buried the lead because we should have said this right at the top of the interview. This is not your typical music documentary that you'll see on Netflix and you'll forget about five minutes after you watch it. You'll watch this thing and you'll you'll be thinking about it for a day. You'll be thinking about it. Maybe you maybe you'll watch it again the next day, like I did. I watched it. And I watched it once and then I went right back and watched it again. <laughs> like I like a, like a favorite song you just played over again. And that, that's what I did. I mean, it is, it is, it, I, actually, you should describe it. Describe this film to the folks that uh, don't know um, what it's about. They don't know the Augustines or anything. Describe what this film is. Well, it's a, it's really is the journey of, the journey of two men to, to finish what they started and really, um, how they were able to overcome the adversity that they faced and, and, what became of it that's you know i guess in, the, in its simplest terms you know what it really is trying to trying to say mm. uh, um yeah like i i don't think like my elevator pitch could really be any better than that i uh, <laughs> i still struggle trying to explain it yeah um you know, it's, it's... throw some things in here and there but yeah, I, I I've watched it and I've uh, had uh, some folks who like that Augustine's actually you know call me and tell me like man that thing that was not what I was expecting for, of this film and it and they did just you know go on and talk about the different aspects and parts of the film that they didn't know um, and, and 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 journey about the band it, it was it was pretty it, it's a remarkable film and I, let me let me do the uh, big plug here. Uh, Rise.film is the website, people. You you can stream this thing, rent it on Google Play, YouTube, Amazon Prime Video, uh, Vimeo On Demand. Uh, Hopefully some other places will pick it up and it will be available for you to stream on all sorts of platforms. It is a a great documentary, Rise, the story of Augustine's uh, Todd Howe, the director and producer the man that's been struggling and to make this thing over the past five years really has made a tremendous documentary. And I'm just, I'm not, Todd, I'm not blowing smoke up your, uh, your, your ass. I'm really not. This fucking film was great. Cause I've been a fan. I literally have, and I'll say it again. I've been a fan of this band for ever, I, ever since I can remember, probably obviously the Pala days. And this film literally captured my it literally captured the impression I had of the band and why you know why they connect with their audience so much and why I like their music so much. It was it's because they're well, I think like Rob Allen says in the documentary, the drummer, he says these are real dudes dealing with real problems. It's real it's real shit. Yeah. You know. It is. It is. It's it's uh, you know, you can't put it on and not I not be moved by the story. Hmm. You know, I could have easily, I could have easily made a, an Augustine's concert film, right? Um, or predominantly a concert film. But who other than Augustine's fans are going to watch that? And the same applies for every band. That's why I don't like, you know, most music documentaries because they don't, you know, if I don't like the band or I'm, you know, I'm you know a little bit iffy about it, I probably won't watch it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, once you understand the band's story, it puts a completely different, um, it puts you in a completely different space with yep. their music. And then you, that's when you get it. You, you become emo- wow. like almost uh, emotionally involved with the artist, you know, as a person. Yeah. 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 You are in at a completely different level. And that, like, that was like when I read the band's first biography, which is called Brothers Keeper mm. by Ryan Berg. Um, most bands put out a one page biography, you know, when they, when they first arrive on the scene and, and Augustine's was 18 pages long. Uh, and it was this beautifully written, um, uh, you know, piece by Ryan Berg, which was, was really along the same lines as what Rise ended up becoming because I really wanted to stay true to the feeling mm. that I'd experienced after reading it. Right. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, once I'd read that, it really clicked for me and I understood what the lyrics meant and how important these songs were to them, you know, and, it's uh, it's powerful stuff, you know. You don't experience that too many, you know, too many times in your life. Right. Yeah. No. It 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 is. Uh, it's remarkable. These these guys, Billy, of, of you know, certainly being the lead singer and the and the and the person that people focus in on. Obviously, when you go see them play, or when went to see him play, he is just a he's a he has disability to just to connect with his the audience. It's 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 something. Most lead singers don't have; they, they, they struggle yeah. to find. You know what I mean? And, but he does it effortlessly. It seems like, you know. Yeah, but there was, you know, that's certainly I would never take away from from uh, Eric or Rob's, you know, synergy uh, in and what they brought to the table. It was a really unique thing that they had between them when they played music. Absolutely. Um, and they all had their roles, whether it was in the studio or, or, or on stage. Um, you know, particularly on stage in front of people, they just, you know, it, they realize that, you know, it's, it's not their self-indulgence. You know, they want people to, they all want to share a moment. Right. Exactly. They, you know, they want, that's they, what it's all about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, uh, it, it, when they perform a concert, it's, it's the fans are with them and we're all having a good time together. It's not us performing and then we're going to, you know, leave yeah. and collect our check and get out of here. It, it's not that yeah. at all. And, and, and what I did do like about the Augustines, and I think you captured this also in the documentary, is that they are a unit. You know, it's not just a front man. And the guys that play in the band, they are together. They're, they're a unit. They're a group. They're a gang almost. Uh, gang's probably not a good yeah. word to use, but, um, but yeah, the, the, every, every, every member of that band, the three piece, Rob, Eric, and, and Billy, they're all there, uh, you know, together to do, perform for everybody. It's, it, it's a great, they're a great band. It, it, I can, I can go on and on about them for, for a long time. I'm a big fan. It's one of them things. It's one of them things, Todd. I don't know. <laughs> you should get Bill on. No, no, yeah, no. He's uh, he's. I've met I've met him like a handful of times. He's an intimidating dude, but he's he's actually very funny. You know, he's a big cuddly bear. Yeah, <laughs> he's always on that motorcycle, man. He loves that fucking motorcycle. Yeah. I tell you that. He, he sh- yeah, well, he has a new album out. He has a new solo album out on uh, in in September as well. Um, and he also has uh, a Patreon. 
uh, page that that uh, you know people can subscribe to and mm. you know really really uh, uh, share something different you know with uh, you know with an artist. So yeah, it's um, he, he's very involved with his community. So I would urge you know anyone to subscribe to his uh, his Patreon and be a part of his community. Absolutely, I'll, I'll find you, out. I'll, yeah. I'll find out that information. I'll put. I'll, I'll post it wherever uh, you know when I when I put this show up for the people on the internet and all that stuff. Um, Todd, thank you for making this documentary. Thank you for taking uh, some time out of your day here to talk to me about it. Um, the review, You're welcome, my friend. The reviews of the film are tremendous. Everything I've read online, people writing about the uh, the documentary is there. Everybody's loved it. I haven't read a bad review yet. Um, the the film is uh, Rise, the story of Augustine's. It's available on Google Play, YouTube, Amazon Prime Video, Vimeo on demand. Um, Rise Film is the website. Uh, thank you, Todd, for uh, doing this interview, and I best of luck on what you have coming up next. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if you're going to take a break for a while and and figure out something <laughs> else to do. But I don't know if you're going to embark on a new uh, film project. What is next for you? Uh, I am, yeah. I'm uh, developing a, a six-part documentary series on some serial killings from the 1980s. Oh, so wow. That's, that's going to keep me busy. So uh, true crime, yeah, doing some true crime stuff next. Wow. Holy God. Well, I'll look so. forward to that because now that you've made, it, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're going to find this interesting, and I don't know. But I would imagine since you've made such a great documentary here, people are going to be interested in what you do next. So well, I hope so. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I hope so. That's re- that's really up to up to me. <laughs> well, it's it's got to keep making the good stuff. Yeah, well, you did a tremendous job with this uh, this film, and I, I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, talking to me about this stuff, man. I, I really do. I really do appreciate it. All right, Todd. Anytime, Karen. All right, Honestly. all right, buddy. Thank you for uh, calling Thanks, in. Mate. All right, peace. Yeah. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye. There goes Todd Howe, everybody, the director and producer of uh, Rise, the story of Augustine's. And that's your Lunatic Radio show for today, my friends, because uh, I just wanted to do that interview and uh, get it out to the folks and promote this film. Rise, the story of Augustine's, uh, rise.film is the website. Go go on there. Go get it. Go uh, download it, stream it, share it with your friends. Let's get a lot of people to watch this film. Maybe the band will come back together. And with that, I will say goodbye to you people. I'll see you guys Friday with TJ the Mayor and Sunday with Rock. Here's a little Augustine's Play Me Out. Peace. Follow us on social medias at Lunatic Radio uh, on YouTube and Instagram. Later. Thank you to Todd Howe.